You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This, this, this is Jolly Rogers at Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. It's time for some Bucks offense versus Cardinals defense. As you all know, this goes down Christmas Day. And um, look, we're hoping that the Christmas spirit just kind of possesses both of these teams, that we get a quality game out of it. Uh, we know the Cardinals have pulled off, what, four wins this season. They're down without Kyler Murray with his season-ending injury, and I think they're to their third-string quarterback, 27-year-old Penn State. Yeah, 27-year-old Penn State guy. And um, this is not making me excited. Kaylee, but we'll talk about the Cardinals offense momentarily. Uh, some key matchups, though. If Tristan Wirfs does return to the lineup as he says he plans on doing, you've got him going against a guy like J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt was one of my favorite guys to watch in the NFL. My ex-boyfriend used to get so mad about it because I didn't want to watch Vikings football. I didn't even want to watch the Bucks. I wanted to watch J.J. Watt and the Texans do absolutely nothing. The absolutely nothing part being the Texans, not J.J. Watt. So, yeah. Always a very exciting matchup here in terms of (laughs) you can't let a guy like that get in. J.J. Watt has been the kind of player who's known to put his entire team on his back and keep them in games. And if you have a guy like that keeping them in tight contentions, then it takes other players to get them across the finish line. And the Cardinals can do that to a team that beats themselves. So offensively, there's a lot of things that I'm sure Kaylee and I are going to agree on that we need to see. And it's not just coming out and having a stellar first drive and setting a tone and commanding the field. Um, You're in Arizona territory. When you're away, you have to have a different mentality, a different uh, dog in you, as we like to talk about here in Jolly Rogers and touchdowns. And that's going to be a big tone setter. If Tristan Wirfs does not return and J.J. Watt is left going against, I don't even know who at this point because Josh Wells has a back injury. But um, that can be a dangerous thing if you've got a scrambling Tom Brady. So that was the first thing that kind of came to mind with for for me was when I see a guy like J.J. Watt on the roster and when I see a matchup like this, immediately I'm like, what is their game plan? Yeah, I think that – so I think there's a few things here where, you know, you, you mentioned that right off the bat, and I think that there are some weaknesses in the Bucks' offensive line, and the Cardinals could exploit those things. And so you have to just know that going in, and then do your best to defend it. You know, mm-hmm. like JJ Watt is a good, he's a he's a really good player, and so you have to know going into this that you're going to go up against somebody like that. Um, and so you need to have your wits about you. You need to be able to trust the guy beside you, um, and play smart football. Like Tom Brady needs to to think about you know the quick release. Um, you're probably going to see like a lot of like fast hopefully like you know I I don't imagine in this game with the pressure that Tom Brady's probably going to be under that there's going to be like a ton of like really deep like long passes I I I see a little bit more of like an offensive structure where they're going to do like short and sweet um you know I would hope that they would utilize the run game in an efficient and smart way um you know between the mixture of Rashad White Um, and Lenny. So I think that if you do those things, then you're going to play well. Um, this offense 
for the first half last week, they played really, really well. Um, And so I think that you just need, you know, what works like at this point, you know, what works, you just have to continue to do those things. So what you can't do, like it's, it's one of those things where it's like a positive and and a negative and you don't want to focus on the negative, but you do have to mention it. So what you can't do is you just can't get in your head. And I think that's the biggest point in this game is you can't get in your head. If something happens, you just have to shake it off and move forward and there needs to be some leadership. There needs to be somebody stepping up, trying to get these guys out of their head. I know Tom Brady said that like his, the way that he pumps himself up is to get angry. And maybe yeah. that works for him. I don't know if that works for everybody else on this team. Maybe yeah. maybe going down an angry hole makes them not be able to shake it off and they can't move forward. So what works for Tom might not work for everyone else. And that's totally fine. Everybody has to have their own way of how they handle something when it's frustrating. And when, when there is a screw up, um, Mm -hmm. when there, when there is like a messy situation or something happens, everyone has to know their own selves and know how do I handle this? Do I need to get angry and use that as fuel like Tom or do I need to just forget about it, clear my mind and go forward? Mm-hmm. And know that about yourself and then do that thing, you know? So it, it just, everybody's not the same and that's totally fine. Everybody doesn't need to be the same, but don't let one play turn into 15 plays. Right. They have to be able to manage and that adjust and that mental, you know, strength is a big thing that they're going to have to have against a team like this because the teams with the worst records are the ones that create the most havoc for this Bucks yeah. team, regardless of how talented they are. And so, you know, you talk about the fact of like how he ramps people up, the leadership mentality that Tom Brady has to have, but it's also kind of hoping that he reestablished some chemistry throughout this week. And uh, we've talked about tough conversations that, that this team has to have. Obviously we're not going to be privy to much of that because uh, often stays pretty isolated on their own Island, but the biggest connection that we need to see reestablished is Tom Brady and Mike Evans. They've got to get on the same page. This is a game. This is a matchup where Mike Evans, you know, can be instrumental to his team. If these two can connect, he's going to likely going up against a cornerback like Antonio Hamilton. And with Hamilton in the mix here, um, he's not really your biggest shutdown corner kind of guy. He's not loaded up in the interception column. If anything, he's having more of a career high combined tackle season. Um, But I mean, before that, Throughout an entire season, he had like 38 combined tackles and I think five assists. So um, his build is something that that stands out, but we know what Mike Evans can do. He knows how to draw timely penalties. He knows how to make you pay for covering too tight on him. And this is a guy that I think Bucks fans get excited to see succeed. You know, so I think that that's something that helps elevate this team as a whole is that when you have a guy that's so well loved and respected by the fan base and the coaches and other players, you want to get him more involved. So there's a level of trust and there's a level of chemistry that has to be reestablished between Tom Brady and Mike Evans. They both had their mistakes this season. It hasn't been one sided, but this is a this is a weekend. This is a game. This is a crucial and pivotal point where they've got to get back on the same page. Um, It's been fantastic to see what Chris Godwin has been doing. Uh, especially bouncing and back. Russell Gage too, and yeah. Russell Gage find his way. Um, you mentioned it on this episode of Jolly Rogers and Touchdowns. Health playing a huge, uh, huge role in Russell Gage now getting back into the lineup and contributing, and to have three guys with health on their side and Tom Brady in the pocket, 
I don't really know how you screw that up versus this Cardinals defense. Well, now there is one guy that they do need to be aware of, Casey, when you're talking about the secondary, when you're talking about, you know, receivers, you're talking about Godwin, Gage, and, and Evans, and maybe even like throwing in some tight ends, and that is Buda Baker. Um, he leads the Cardinals in tackles with 102. He's tied for the team lead in interceptions. He has two interceptions. Um, and this guy, he's he's very versatile. So you're not always going to see him in the same place. Like if I had to compare him to somebody on uh, on the Bucks team, it's maybe kind of like that Antoine Winfield Jr. guy. He loves football. He's a versatile player. He goes out there and he puts his whole body into it. Um, he, he, he's going to go out there and he's going to make it as tough as possible for this Bucks offense. Um, he, he's good at blitzing off the edge. He's good at rushing from the A gap or the B gap. He's good at covering a receiver or a tight end. So he is a very versatile guy and they're going to use him and utilize him in the best way possible. So if you are Mike Evans or Kate Otten or Russell Gage or Chris Godwin or Rashad White, you're probably going to see this guy at some point during the game yep. because he is versatile. Um, and you just have to know that he's that he's he's the kind of guy he's really fast. So he'll be able to get to you in in a fairly quick amount of time and he's to me like aside from jj watt at the line he's the biggest threat in the secondary buda baker is so they just need to again you just have to be aware this is who you're going against he is very versatile and so adjust strategize for that kind of player yeah and that is actually a big thing to look out for kaylee i'm glad that you mentioned it because in terms of where the bucks will be lining up uh, he'll be coming up on the right side typically matchup wise, which leads me to my other point is that Chris Godwin has an opportunity to have himself a day here because where the injury report lines up in the Cardinal secondary, not that Chris Godwin's going to be left open, but he's going to be able to create space out there uh, to make things happen. We know Godwin's typically sat at the top two spots of most receptions after games. Again, not saying that these have been successful games, but uh, he's been a key go-to guy. He, there's a, there's a bit of a debate if he's still as much of a yak guy as he was last season. But again, guys, came back off of a major injury, got injured in the beginning of the year, fought to be back on this field for his team. I think he's making enough of an impact with uh, all the uh, circumstances that he's had to overcome. <clears throat> but to your point with Baker, Kaylee, uh, I'm so glad that you compared him versatile-wise because uh, he steps into that box situation about 316 snaps. But then they also will line him up in the slot, slot cornerback for about 132 snaps so far this season. So the only thing that he's done the most is play in that free safety position. But if they need to adjust for this team, he can step up, he can play back, he can adjust his coverage. They might even flip him to the other side to end up marking and locking in on a guy like Chris Godwin. I'd love to see that kind of matchup. But that would be fun. <laughs> right. You have somebody who can, who can swing who can swing around. So, But that still just brings me to the point that realistically they only have the ability um not even just with health but just skill set wise to kind of lock in and contain one receiver or one weapon at a time maybe yep. two you know but they don't have this 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 loaded defense that can kind of match and mark all the weapons that the bucks do have on this team it's like 
getting to a chessboard and not knowing how to move your players, you know, does yeah. the team move up and back or side to side? Like I, that's the biggest thing with this Bucks team is that even with this health, you know, even with health playing a huge role in their season, if you know that you've got three key receivers, as you mentioned, Kaylee, there's got to be enough there to get the job done versus a team that's on their third string quarterback, uh, a depleted defense. They're not on yeah. the same page. They have issues going on within their coaching staff as well. There's just a lot here where you can see this team kind of show their veteran presence. That's where I'm going with all of this. There's a huge yeah. opportunity to show your veteran presence here. Casey, that's a great point because this Cardinals defense is actually the worst in the NFL. They have given up the most points in the NFL. They average, they surrender about 26.6 points per game. This is a perfect opportunity for the Bucs to take advantage mm -hmm. and to really take a confident step forward within their offense to play that full you know, a full game, right? Not yeah. just one half play two, two full halves of a game and really build your confidence up. If if anything is going to build your confidence up, it's going to be going against this Cardinals defense because Absolutely. they're not great. They have a few weapons that you have to be aware of, mm -hmm. but they're not great. Like again, looking statistically, they have given up 372 points this season. That's so many. So Bucks need to take advantage, utilize their strengths, be aware of the two weapons that the Cardinals have, and then take advantage because this is the week. This is the week where you're going to be able to go out there and just like smash mouth and play your brand of football. Truly. Yeah. Honestly, I couldn't agree more. And, and I think that I'm, I'm anxious now to see how it plays out, but I, I totally agree, Kaylee.